0: studies program at mcgill university for bringing us out to this live show yeah they do
1: a lot of really cool stuff and have been organizing a lot of actually really really sweet events so if you're in the montreal area they might be something that you want to check out so you can see what's coming up with the mcgill indigenous studies program at www.mcgill.ca slash indigenous cool
0: that's a to uh, welcome to Otfam sues squarewa ketsa Métis meti in space 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 space. Chelsea down natsi Molly swen natsi agasan. Mantrusakai gneknito tsen, Otu squanig nito tsen. Wow,
1: wow, wow, wow. Miwasin. wassen, mi So welcome to McGill University. Yeah, welcome to McGill. Everyone's so
0: happy to be here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> As are we! Yay! It is so bizarre to be back in Montreal. Yes. actually. It's, it's, it's a little bit like a nightmare, but that's like sometimes fun. So it's like a fight mare. A fun mare. <laughs> but, a, but that's like kind of too aggressive. And then if, it's not really a fun mare. It's like a fine. It's like a, just a mare. It's, a mare. We're it's a, mare. a mare. We're having a mare. We're having a mare. Yeah, having a it's a mare of, of a time. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Miguel, hooray! Yeah. Um, sorry, I think we're we're both alum. I think you're alum. I didn't graduate. Does that make I, I fled? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a smart I'm a That was a smart move. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, live live show time. We uh, we watched some Trek. We've done a lot of Trek on the show already. Yes. It's always been a complete disaster. Yeah. I don't know why Star Trek gets a lot of stuff right, um, mm-hmm. but when it comes to like how they portray indigenous people, it's always so wrong. It's consistently so wrong. wrong. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't know why. And, you know, any any science fiction show that goes, you know, beyond, like, one season is going to deal with Indigenous people. It's, it's something that comes up over and over and over again. And I think it's one of the, you know, big social issues that sci-fi continues to try to grapple with. So, you know... The, with the new discovery, we knew that there was going to be an episode about indigenous people, about colonialism. Um, but Wait, were you I, I sad about it? I was
0: excited because I knew I was excited too. I but I, to I was up. expecting more.
1: Honestly, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. When it comes to like, like that's the thing. I was kind of like waiting for the native people, especially when mm-hmm. I saw that space wigwam. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, we're going to see some blue people, you know, some like cheesy knockoff Navi, like something. And no, no, it was it, we weren't even that. It was just like ephemeral mist. That's <laughs> Yeah. Not
1: even a voice, but we'll we, hold on. We should, yeah. yeah, we'll so, get into it. So, fun. we watched Star Trek Discovery, the new, that's shiny and new and exciting and lots of laser battles, new Star Trek. Uh, episode 8, which is called Civis Pacem Parabella, which I did not bother translating, but I'm sure it's very fancy. If you want peace, prepare for war. Wait, is that what that means? That's what it means. It's
0: Latin. You don't speak Latin? <laughs> no. I Latin. What kind of Latin. dead people are you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I'm having flashbacks to my Latin class. I had this, like, really weird-looking Latin professor, but I, like, (laughs) deliberately, like, tried to have a crush on him so, like, I could be inspired to go because it it was an 8.30 in the morning Latin class. Except it was also during a strike. And so I'd, like, wake up, I'd go to an action, I'd, like, go to class with, like, flipping, like, pepper spray in my hair, just, like, my skin was burning... Being like, oh, at least the professor's hot. He was not hot. (laughs) It was a bad time. (laughs) Anyway, that's why I don't speak Latin. Okay.
0: Um, That is is a good. That's legit.
1: Yeah. So anyway, what happens in this episode is the USS Discovery is tasked with a high priority mission to the planet Pavo to learn the science behind the Klingons' cloaking technology. (laughs) So if you're not up on Discovery, oh, by the way, there's gonna be some spoilers in this episode or, of the, the show, and also okay, so in well. this episode, so I hope everybody's seen it. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert. Whoops. Um. We never get a spoiler alert. This is the first time. Well, usually our stuff's from, like, the 80s. It's a lot of 80s and 90s. If you haven't, if you haven't seen Quantum Leap by now, and it gets spoiled for you, I'm not sorry. Okay. I was, yeah. I was trying to think of something to be like, no.
0: Like, like, All <laughs> right. Um.
1: Yeah, so there was like two sets of native people in this
0: movie. Wait, 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 no, I okay. So I haven't seen any of the Discovery oh, yet. So this was my first time seeing it. i got to say, not as bad as when we watched the finale, the, the entire finale of Twin Peaks without oh ever having God. seen an episode. <laughs>
1: Don't do that. Don't, Don't do, that. do that. Your <laughs> mind will literally leak out of your ear and you will wonder and what is And you won't want to put it back in. No, you're, you're just like, gonna stay like go, oh, just, just stay go. there. Just stay there. Yeah. So this
0: wasn't bad. I was digging I was digging the intro. The musical's good. The whole sort of like flying into brains and eyes thing. Fun. Yeah, I liked how things are both exploding and like de-exploding. <laughs>
1: And you're like, is it exploding? Is this exploding? And then the, the Michelangelo thing at the end, you know, yeah. like a Sistine Chapel, like, but it's astronauts. Yeah. I was like, I can get behind that. Yeah. Let's
0: yeah. just like repaint the Sistine Chapel so it's all space. With astronauts. I like yeah. That. But then when we unveil it, we have to smash it like they do in Thor, Ragnarok. You oh, know, yeah, yeah, Where yeah. it was always yeah. there. Yeah. Was actually always there? Yeah. Oh, man. So we have to figure out how to do that. Maybe that's what this is doing. It's like actually
1: just trying to clue us into this conspiracy theory that underneath the Sistine Chapel, is there's another Sistine Chapel that's actually where he space. Painted,
0: like astronauts in space. Oh, my and, God. And the Starship
1: itself. It, it, makes, it's so it's it makes so much sense. It makes so much sense because there's so, you know, is Star Trek goes back Brown in time all the time. Like this, I'm sure. That's probably what that novel's about, right. actually. Well, Dan, Dan actually Brown knew. So. He
0: knew. He knew. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Oh, uh, a space battle.
1: Right, yeah. So it opens up with a space battle. Um, If you've watched any Discovery, you know that there's a lot of space battles going on in Discovery all the time. Like, much, much more often than any Trek before it. Um, And I don't know. I think it's kind of like, it's playing off the movies a lot. The new reboot movies. Mm, Trying to be more
0: action-based and less... Just like courtroom dramas, which is my favorite kind of right. But but even in the recap, there there was like like some slitting of throats and some gore, and Mm. that is not like you don't see a lot of gore in in like the the series, the Star Trek series. Some of the movies, yes, but yeah, I was like, mm, it seems more like like sensibilities, yeah, and less less for kids, you know. Yeah, is there more sex or is it just more violence? Um, anybody know?
1: There's there's like some sex. I don't know. Okay, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's not It's not that funny or exciting. That's a, this is the thing is like previous tracks are all funny and exciting, right? Like they're fun. They're cheesy. Uh-huh. They make a lot of jokes. There are like not that many jokes in this track. There were no jokes yeah. in this episode. Not mm-hmm. even funny. Not even like one joke. No, God. I know, it's really too bad. Not cracking wise. All right. Uh, where were we? Okay, so there's a space fight uh, with the starship Gagarin. Um, Gagarin's, like, having a bad time. There's, like, Klingon birds of prey all around it, firing a bunch of lasers. Um, Discovery shows up to save the day with their sweet spore drive. Their spore drive is connected to the mycelial network, which is basically, like, this big, giant mushroom network that connects time and space. Whoa. And so they just, yeah. And so they just, like, tap into it and then just, like, flip over and then they flip into another place in time. I know. it's really cool. I know. It's the best. Wow. Okay. So I was wondering about head. that. Yeah. But,
0: like, okay, but that dude... I just called him the transporter. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's so the, they, the chief engineer. Okay. So like yeah. when they when they like flipped out, they like went linked into him. Is he part of the mushroom network? Yeah, he's like
1: genetically manipulated himself to be able to like access the mycelial network. He's like vibing in with mushrooms. Yeah. Yeah. He's on mushrooms he's all on the, on the mushrooms. time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and that's why he acts like that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, also I liked it like while we were watching this, Chelsea leaned over to me and was like, Is that guy human? And I was like, I know he's a weird looking white guy, but That's yes. not what I meant. That's not what I meant. barely
0: it's it's blonde. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he's all confused when he wakes up. He's like, Are you the captain? She's like, No, I'm just the redheaded, you know, cadet. I'm just the silly red headed
1: one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whose name is Tilly. Tilly? Yeah. I like her because, you know, especially Why is she not milking uh, a cow. Tilly's
0: <laughs> Tilly. Sure I don't know. Maybe
1: maybe she Maybe she did. Maybe she is. Maybe she is. (laughs) We just don't see it. Yeah, yeah. Behind the scenes. Um, But I like her because, like, Starfleet is supposed to be this, like, hyper elite, like, everybody's very serious. You have to know everything about, like, warp drives and transporters and, like, all sorts of wild quantum physics and Mm. stuff to get in until he's just kind of, like you're like how did you get through starfleet academy like <laughs> I mean, you're ridiculous yeah, yeah
0: i'm slightly incompetent i'm like that makes me feel good about i could probably be in starfleet yeah hey, i can make yeah. it i can make it through right. um Okay, so the Klingons, they've destroyed three ships, there's this mm-hmm. whole thing, apparently they're at war, uh, and Cole uh, of the House of Kor has basically revived Klingon stealth technology and is spreading it around, it's like, you know, he's like demanding fealty from all these Klingons, and then they'll get it, and so it's basically the end of times. Yeah,
1: so, you know, the Klingons in this are really awesome Because the reason that they're going to war, and they're actually sort of the aggressors in this scenario, but they see themselves as being under threat from the Federation and the Federation is attempting to assimilate them and to bring them under sort of like the Federation's ideas of sort of like that, you know, liberal multicultural humanism, right? Which is like so not Klingon. Mm -hmm. And I, I like the reboot of these Klingons because, you know... In previous ones, you have uh, you know folks like Worf or even like you know people like General Martok, who you know they're Klingons, but they're they're quite human. You know, there's a lot of common ground in between them, and so it's not that weird. You know, they're like they're a little bit more violent and they yell at each other a lot, but you know, more they have or less. Weird sex and they have weird sex where they like yeah bite each other. Yeah. but like you know more or less they're very human like. Yeah. Um, but you know these new Klingons, it's like. They they have this very distinct cultural form. Their politics are very different, and they understand themselves as distinctly separate, and they want to stay that way. They're not they're not interested in getting involved, but they feel like Starfleet because of its exploratory quote unquote and assimilatory ultimately mandate. Mm. They need to go to war in order
0: to preserve themselves. The makeup's way cooler too. I really like the aesthetic. The, like the Klingon aesthetic was so mm. so much cooler than Starfleet. Starfleet's just so like boring with the uniforms, the spandex. I mean, that. I like the gold though. Mm. But so I mean, you can put gold on anything, though. I know, and it looks great. Yeah. So they yeah. should have. They should like I, more bony M, less boardroom. Make it so. Wait, wait till you
1: see the episodes where they go to the mirror universe. Oh yeah, it gets pretty bony M in there. Okay. All yeah, right. Okay. Like I'm getting, I'll give it a shot. Um. So okay, where were we? Okay. okay so yeah. So, there's, so ships yeah. get destroyed. Uh. It turns out Starfleet is losing this war. Uh. The the invisibility quotes. They have no way to counter them. Um, and they're, they're looking for something. And if they don't find something, they're not going to be able to win the war. Because, like, the Klingons can just show up anywhere and attacked, uh, attack
0: isolated ships and, and win that way if they want to. So thank goodness they land on a planet and have this long exposition that very clearly tells us that every organism on this planet of Havo vibrates with a tone. It makes music that is even transmitted into space with this beautiful crystalline structure which is naturally that occurring, naturally which they occurring. seem to be like, yes, definitely naturally occurring. De- yeah. For, for sure. sure. This for is, sure. there's
1: one on the planet. There's only one that we've ever seen before, but, but nobody natural. could have made it because no. it's too huge and awesome.
0: Yeah. And so they want to use it as a sonar to make, uh, the Klingon ships visible. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very lucky that they stumbled across that. Yeah. Yeah. It was
1: great. Uh, so the, the folks who go to Pavu, the Ray team, team are Burnham, Michael Burnham, uh, the main character, uh, the security Ooh, officer...
0: He's the main character?
1: No, she. Yeah. Oh, she, thank God. Yeah, her name's Michael. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Great. Okay, because the, 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 the guy with the, the... Oh, yeah, no chin guy. Oh.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was I just calling him no chin guy because right? I was like, what's his name again? Is it Travis? Turns out it's Tyler. His name is Tyler, but I just called him no chin. Um, and Saru, who's a very tall uh, alien who is part of a race of essentially like a prey species. There's two species on the planet that he's from. There's predators and prey... He's part of the prey species, which apparently has its benefits, because he's, like, super buff and super tall and runs really fast. fast, But he's having a hard time, right? Because he also has super hearing.
0: So you can hear all the the tones. And so the planet's, like, you know, these beautiful blue leaves. It's very blue motif. But Star Trek, in particular, loves the blue aliens. Well, green aliens, too. But blue, like, it's, you know, I I don't get it. Like, there's all sorts of different... Well, I guess it's a cheap and easy way
1: to make aliens. But, okay, but also, in general, has anybody else noticed the preponderance of sparkly blue natives if you need to make stuff native you make it sparkly and blue
0: mm, mm-hmm. what is up with that yeah I, I don't know like i actually like blue it's a, it's a bit of a flattering <laughs> color it doesn't work for everybody though and what if i wanted to be more pink like why are they not pink is that like we pink natives yeah i don't know why they, like there's uh, sometimes there's like kind of green primary colors yeah, yeah, it is. Chemistry. There aren't a lot of animals Chemistry? unless they live in
1: the ocean.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: There's yeah. a few birds that are blue, but mammals generally are blue. Yeah, well, maybe, so maybe that's it, right? It, like, it puts us in nature and it's of very, nature, nature, but then creates that distinction that non-natives really need to make between humans and non-humans. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. but in any case, you know, you've got, like, Avatar, obviously, is the big one, which is all about the blue sparkly natives. But, yeah, I don't know if it was drawing off that or if it was just a happy coincidence yeah, that we right get to be got, blue yeah. and glamorous yeah, again. Yeah. yeah. But, so those are the povins. And at first, they don't even realize they're a life form,
0: right? It's like they're non-humanoid, which I actually kind of liked, right? Yeah, I mean, it's cool. It's cool at a certain level, but if you're looking at them as, like, uh, like the indigenous species, I get really tired of, you know, the, the sort of mystical nature. So, you know, they coalesce as a mist. It's not even, um, this. you know, uh, they, were, they were scanning it. Uh, it's not a life form, it's not showing up on the scanners as an actual life form. It's non-distinguishable from the forest around it.
1: Yeah, and that's something that they really underscore over and over again. You know, they're not indigenous to the planet. They
0: They are are the planet. planet. (laughs) And how many times do we even hear that? So, we often talk about one of the tropes that we see is that Mm -hmm. indigenous peoples are neither science nor magic. We exist somewhere in between. We are nature, right? And so we can be fickle and dangerous, or we can be, like, sweet and and, you know, provide you with everything that you need. But we're, we're not really...
1: Yeah, and and this episode is a mess politically for that. Is there, they're never coming down on like all of the tropes that they're drawing on are problematic but they're never really committing to any particular set of tropes it's like we're dangerous we're ignorant we have agency but it's the wrong kind of agency we're of nature we're not of nature we're primitive we're advanced like this and that you know
0: we don't have a voice we need to speak through you
1: yeah and and also you know you got Saru, who honestly is like to me i was just like he is the like White liberal woo-woo guy. Yeah, who's had the vision quest. Yeah, he's like, I just love... <laughs> yes. Like, they're giving me so much. I'm so happy to be part of nature
0: now. Really back to the land. I, and no? I thought it was interesting that they made the, the alien, like, uh, be the one who has the vision quest. Cause it's usually the white dude. I was totally expecting it. To I be honestly, I
1: feel like it was literally they just had an excuse, yeah. to not make it.
0: Yeah, they're like, a let's human. do something different. Yeah, let's, let's have blue aliens. No, we've done that before. Okay, let's let's have them ha- not have a voice. Okay, let let's make them part of nature. No, we've done that oh, let's make an alien have a vision quest this time, <laughs> and they're all high fiving. at yeah. the they're like, wow, yes, 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 we're done. Diversity. <laughs> yeah. But you know,
1: I think it's it's also an excuse, right? Like Star Trek always uses alien races to represent types of people and types of you know social issues, right? And and sometimes they do it really well, and sometimes it's a complete disaster. But you know, they're always foisting off human problems and particularly like white settler problems onto alien races and they're 100% doing that here
0: yeah and they yeah they really othered him in like in the in terms of the way that he like experienced that possession or peace or whatever it was and made it like not a human problem Mm. but it was so obviously and and but I mean small steps right incremental change this is (laughs) this is how many seasons of Star Trek now how many series of Star Trek I'm sure by the 125th one we'll (laughs) actually maybe they'll get some writers on board Mm-hmm. And, and, and we'll actually be able to like be portrayed in a way that is a bit more authentic. Yeah. By then great. we will be like brains in a jar. So yeah. So our, our idea of authenticity <laughs> might be a little bit different, but. But we'll have made it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I can't, can't wait. wait for for that. That. Can't wait.
1: Yes. <laughs> Go America. <laughs> what? I don't know. It's made in
0: America. It's, it's going to be our time. Yeah. All right. And then uh, we're on the alien ship, we're on the Klingon ship. Yes. Uh, and I was really like, wow, they look so different. They're so great. I yep. really like
1: that. Uh so you've got uh Laurel is kind of the main woman warrior slash interrogator in this, which is cool because you don't see a lot of Klingon women in the other series, right? Yeah. They're I mean they're they always a badass. dialogue.
0: Yeah, they're they're always like Rough and and they can fight and everything, but yeah, they're not they're not essential to the yeah, story. unless
1: they're Lursa and Vator, who let's agree, like definitely top five characters in Star Trek of all time. They're awesome. Uh, sorry, they're at least like Klingon sisters, and they have that classic like boob armor, you know, that everybody's always complaining about. Like yeah. really, yeah. just like cutouts, just to, just to see the cleavage. And you're like, that is not that's like a target.
0: But, I, I disagree. I think that it probably works in battle because then your opponents are all like, whoa, boobs! I've never seen those before, in the call and <laughs> they fall down and you just stab them. I've never wow. Well,
1: <laughs> oh, what is that <laughs> yeah. um right so anyway yeah larson and but laurel um and she's got this like sick scar and i love one of the things i loved is everybody's like nice scar laurel and she's like i know this scar is <laughs> awesome and it's like half her face yeah yeah, like, yeah yeah like that's sweet
0: i we, i i would yeah i appreciate a bit more of that in in our lives yeah so that's a great scar like, yeah yeah
1: bring yeah. it on yeah i only have i only have little
0: one I have, I have a big one on my knee, but I can't show you right now. It's pretty It's pretty gnarly. Oh, sweet. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. totally sweet. Yeah. yeah. We should put great some makeup scar. on it. Right? And, like, really enhance the scar. Check like, check Yay. out my scar. Yeah. Uh, so she's offering to torture the admiral captive that they have so that she can get the tech. We're like, oh, okay. She's just another mean Klingon.
1: Yeah. Wham. 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 Boo. Yeah,
0: we don't like her. Yeah. And then we flip back to the planet. And there's a blue wigwam. Okay. The blue space a... wigwam. Okay, so these beings are, like, ephemeral, mist, they coalesce, they don't really need physical structures. Also,
1: how did they build it? Question. Right. I, apparently, like,
0: you never see them move
1: matter. Well, they, 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 they transport. For, they teleport yes. no chin, yeah. um, but, you know, like, it's
0: unclear if they could, like, make a, a, wigwam. a, a wigwam. Right. No, exactly. And, and why that particular structure? Like, so, you know, as soon as I saw that, I was like, Ugh. at least it wasn't a cheapie. Which yeah. we often see. So a cheapie, if you don't know, is uh, just a, a cheap teepee. like just like often a collection of of um, sticks with like some rags on it. You know, like it would blow over if you like sneeze, right? Um, so a cheapwong, a cheap wigwam, cheap I don't know. Anyway, it's a not, cheapwong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and, it's not good. It's big. It's big, and it, it's sort of like I kind of I was I was trying to like it. So when they when they walk in, there was like. Looked like some fabric. And I was like, maybe it's like fish skin because it was all scaly. But then later on in the show, there was like, um, it, it sort of like almost looked like stained glass in there. It kept kind of, ch- the aesthetic kept changing. Yeah. And then there was like this stone thing in the middle with like glowing blue thing. So maybe they were living there. Fire? Yeah. I don't know. I know. Yeah, it's, un- it's
1: unclear. It's unclear. I. I but
0: it, but that's the thing, right? It doesn't
1: matter, right? Because it's like they're, they're invoking indigeneity. So of yeah. course you're going to have an indigenous looking...
0: Right, structure and the only there, and you don't gonna, have to explain it. No, the only thing people are going to recognize are a teepee, a wigwam, and possibly a longhouse. Yeah, right. Anything else is like is not native enough, you know.
1: What's the difference you know? between a teepee and a wigwam?
0: Uh, the shape. So the wigwam is sort of like rounded, right, and a teepee tends to be more conical. So it's yeah, yeah. Um. So anyway, they're they're in the blue sparkly
1: space wigwam. Um. And which
0: I can get behind that description a little bit. Blue but I mean, if, if we were designing we were a blue it, sparkly yeah. space
1: wigwam, it would look a lot different yeah, and like really awesome. Yeah, and Jason Momoa and Jason, oh. yeah, <laughs> Jason Momoa would be in there. Make uh, it so. <laughs> so yeah, they're there. Um, they're trying to contact. They've realized that uh, the blue the blue sparkly folks are in fact sentient, and so they're past first contact. Right? Yeah. They've they've messed up. Um, or no, they've messed up the prime directive, which is you're not allowed to mess with. Um, cultures and species that haven't attained warp capability they just like blew right past that one and so now they're doing first contact procedures and trying to figure out how to communicate with those folks yeah they can't borrow or alter their property
0: without them being okay with it
1: yeah so they've got to figure out how to talk to them. the universal translators aren't working saru being the senior officer kind of nominates himself to be sort of like the the point person on that one just
0: like shove his hand into the alien like, yeah, yeah. like, wouldn't you be a little bit worried about that? Like, yeah. am I touching your junk right now? Like, am mm-hmm. I, I touching know. your sparkly junk? Like, is that or is that your brain? Maybe that's uncomfortable. Yeah. It's like, it just does and and he, and then he's like, I can feel their intentions. Yeah, I love that part. Oh man, I, you know. Ooh, ooh, that's a lot of anger. That's a lot of wow. Okay, Her intentions. Keep are it on Keep it buried real right? deep. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know about that whole feeling their intentions thing, but this is where it starts, right? This is where I'm like, oh, okay, these things are never going to actually have a voice. They're never going to communicate on their own. They're only going to communicate through this yeah. this person. And that's
1: and that's just it, right? Like that's how power works: is your your desires and your autonomy and what it is that you want to do and accomplish gets sublimated through. The people in power the people yeah. that we've decided have the actual agency in the situation and can make those decisions and you see this throughout this episode is everybody's telling you what the blue sparkly folks want yeah you know they they want us to have whatever we want no they don't yes they do like is he lying i've decided
0: this is how we're doing yeah. it okay let's go but you never you know? hear it from the blue sparkly alien forces' mouth
1: <laughs> um yeah man this is getting really it's, yeah. it's all over the place right uh, so, Klingon ship prisoner, yeah, who's the admiral, one of the Starfleet's admirals, who, by the way, is a badass. She's an admiral...
0: Admirable? Admiral. Yes. That's really hard to say, admirable, ad-admiral. <laughs> we can practice it later. We'll edit it in. It'll be great. No, we won't. We'll say it, like, three times. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, and so, they're, like, screaming at each other, and, like, this sweet scream-off, basically is a ploy to get... Uh, the guards to leave because Lorel actually wants to defect yeah which is very
0: Soviet Union <laughs> well it's very Soviet Union mean, no, but it's, it's also like Klingons I'm would rather die than get captured yeah but I'm also I don't know I'm just like I, I, because the Olympics are going on I'm like like for it just made me think of the Soviet Union you know the difference. Soviet Union doesn't exist anymore man listen
1: <laughs>
0: when I was in school it still did that's true yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> So, yeah. So, anyway, Lorel is going to help the Admiral escape. They're going to co-escape um, because she, like, hates Cole, basically. Yeah. She's, like, over him. Uh, so, meanwhile, we flip back to a very romantic Wrath of Khan moment. Anybody pick up on that? That yeah. whole, like, the needs of the one, the needs oh, of the okay, many, yeah. and then they kiss, which is, like, you know, what we all wanted from Wrath of Khan originally. Um, <laughs> so, I feel like that was a kind of a throwback.
0: Um but and also and like, he's, and he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to my lake house and fish trout. She's like, I'm gonna go back to prison, boo. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, so guy. I don't want I'm you to go. Jail. Let's keep. Uh, okay, I love this. He's so like. I don't want you to go let's keep the war going
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: okay but he's got some he's just like got out of
1: like a year of being tortured yeah fair all the time yeah, like, exactly. he's got some okay. he's got some stuff going on I was like
0: wow that's some mm. yeah and, but that's is that supposed to be romantic I, I, are we supposed to be like Aww. I would, I would let I would let this other species like literally slaughter millions of my own people because I love you that much I don't find that very romantic to be honest and she also didn't seem that into it no but <laughs> which is good for her she was like checking up on that no chin. Yeah. She's like, did I really just kiss that lack of chin? What did I kiss there? It was really weird because my chin didn't bump into anything. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Boy. Sorry. We should make so much fun of that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, whoever you are. I'm sure your chin is great. Yeah. I'm sure it's there. (laughs) Uh,
1: Usually we're so much worse than this, too. Um, Where were we? Uh, Okay, yeah. Starly doesn't have the death penalty, defecting, um, Oh yeah, Saru gets possessed, gets like demon possessed by the native people. Vision quest, yeah.
0: chakras, like
1: out of the freaking third eye, BS. Yeah, but it's it's like it's incredible because they managed to communicate the vision quest without
0: actually us seeing any part of the vision quest. Yep. Like you it's know, faster TNG. than usual. If they've learned yep. anything, so there was no okay normal normally we would hear okay there was music though yep right because it was indigene-y. flute-esque. yeah it wasn't it was a little flute esque mm-hmm. right there's usually like drums there's flute music, the cry of an eagle always <laughs> at the various <weird> <laughs> times yeah, right um, in this case there was a bit of the music the background music was always there uh, but that's it there wasn't a lot of the like the, sort of the oral uh, indigeneity markers that we see no I think I think if if TV writers have learned
1: anything some of them not all of them, mm-hmm. It's it's how to not be quite so obviously racist while still being surreal <laughs> racist. Yeah,
0: but, you know, I, I kind of found it annoying because I felt like they were, so they, they, they've they obviously been listening to our critiques. And they were like, okay, well, they don't like it when we do this, we don't like it. But they didn't add anything <clears throat> in, right? So it was just like they stripped all this stuff out and made these, like, really bland like aliens with no you know there's nothing distinguishing about them other than they were blue mists. like you know if, if you're not going to do like the flutes and drums do something cool like have some sort of like I want to hear something interesting or I want to see something more interesting but this is
1: this is it this reminds me of uh, when we watched the original Twilight Zone where mm. the only the closest time you come to seeing an indigenous person is somebody gets an arrow shot over a hill into their chest, yes. right That was pretty good. You though. can communicate <laughs> indigeneity and the yeah. presence of indigenous people without actually having to have any indigenous presence at all in film, yeah. And yeah. this show just does that up the wazoo. I know, I know. Like, it, it was it was really intense, like, the erasure was... Yeah, you don't have to have a vision quest. Yeah. All you have to do is have, like, show somebody getting, like, possessed by some blue stuff, yeah. and then, bam. Yeah. They're vision quests. They're native now.
0: Yeah, no, all you have to do is just, like, walk up to a native person, touch them, and your forehead will explode into light. Yeah. And you will vision quest. Like, you don't even have to take any sort of, like, peyote or anything anymore. You just, like, bam. It's just, like, you touch us, and we're like we are yeah the vision you're best. in you're in
1: adopted basically yeah. <laughs> oh yeah you, and you get your name like that yeah <laughs> and you get powers by the way we actually do have powers so they yeah. don't tell you that but yeah. we do uh, so Saru he's been to the max co-opted he he's just gone, wants he's to, gone native yeah She's he wants to native. be on the land he wants to be with the land he wants to be in the planet yeah. of the planet as the planet etc <laughs> yeah
0: um, but it's important to note that he does go native and yeah. of course as we know when you go native you no longer have the interests of your own people at, in, at heart yeah right you become the enemy because you've decided that you you no longer align yourself with this sort of the needs and the and and uh, the ideals and the philosophies but also like the pressure of your of you know in this case the federation so you know and who knows what it is that you will do it's you like could do pipeline. anything yeah it's like a pipeline protest in some sense That that's what they're presenting that is that Totally. They co-opted, co-opted into that. Absolutely. Well, like, well, this is something that's good for yeah. us. Yes, you're not yeah. working well, for the good, good of the whole of anymore. System. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 You're the, you get to be the noble savage. You get to yeah. be of the land. You get to be, you know, gentle and peaceful and wanting harmony and not discord. Until, but it's selfish. You're pushed. Yeah. And it's until selfish. you're pushed, and then you become hyper violent, yeah. really savage. Yeah. You know, unstoppable. Right. Like, and I think that's part of the reason that why they chose Saru because no one else on the planet is a physical match for him.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah.
1: Exactly. Like that scary, like, yeah. Indian warrior. Thing gets gets Brought up
0: Yeah uh, So Okay we're back On the Federation ship yeah. Okay Tardigrade DNA booster Oh oh yeah you Dude, watch That is so it. cool though <laughs> Yeah 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 Those are, That's so cool I was like That's so cool <laughs> <laughs> And the blonde Transporter Redheaded are Sitting there He's talking about how uh, The things that he thinks He knows He doesn't know sometimes And she's like Hee 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 Aren't you feeling better I made people feel, like, feel better By going hee hee <laughs> hee um, yeah, whatever. It's not really that interesting. Back to the torture chamber on the Klingon ship. Yeah. Uh, so they're in the process of getting out of there. Mm, defecting. Yeah. Is like this? the Soviet Union.
1: <laughs> that totally still exists. Um,
0: so... Uh, some timeline it does. That's okay. true. <laughs> That's true. Maybe in your universe. And everything is brutalist and also, like, really massive... And,
1: and just, like, big statues of Stalin's head everywhere. And wheat. But the mustache, oh my god, but the mustache is, like, actually, like, soft, life. and so you can go pet it.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's,
1: that's the timeline I want to be in. Yeah. I'm from that right. timeline. That's why I know that.
0: <laughs>
1: anyway. That's fine. I okay, like, okay, like, okay. People are laughing at my jokes. <laughs> we, we laugh
0: at our jokes all the time. That's true. We're people. Um, uh, back where, on the planet.
1: Yes, they're back on the planet. Uh, they have. The, they have. Like they talk over and over again how they they live in absolute harmony and they've achieved everything we ever want for ourselves and blah blah. They blah, are the planet.
0: Blah. Uh, they're at sim- you know symbiosis with nature. They are the living spirit. They're the best. Yeah, basically. If only we could be more like them, which is something that we get a
1: lot. Yes, and especially right now with all of the like so-called conservation and environmentalist efforts. Yeah, right. That's like classic white environmentalism. There, like drawing on sort of indigenous worldviews and governance strategies in order to like promote sort of this like settler conservative
0: narrative. That's- And And
1: or conservation is natural. Yeah, but it's also
0: like nature must be untouched. Like if we are of nature, we cannot alter nature, which totally erases actual... Of the ways that we alter nature. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, so, you know, uh, some of the interesting ones, um, Joanne Hammond is, uh, she she tweets a lot. She's an archaeologist. She talks about uh, Interior BC a lot. And, um, she's been tweeting like pictures of, uh, cult- culturally altered trees out there. Mm. And, you know, so how like they would take like huge cedar planks out of these trees and the trees would continue to live, but you can see the scars, right? So there's evidence of this and that's, that's altering nature, mm. right? Like I think, you know, and that's the thing is like, uh, we're allowed to subsist, you know, yeah. like barely survive, but we're not allowed to like, you know, fish or hunt to trade with one another. Cause that's too much. Like, you know, uh, we're, you know, maybe, maybe some people are allowed to farm like the Haudenosaunee. Oh, it's cool that you farm, but other people no, you didn't farm. Yeah. Like what you were doing was just gathering. Foraging. Yeah. Foraging. Yeah. I mean, you weren't, you weren't like making sure that the, the plants grew there every year and you didn't know that you had to go there every year to pick them or, you know, yeah. This idea that like, not only um, do we not, like, originally pre-contact when we were real people, yeah. we didn't touch nature. It's like now we're not allowed to. So yeah. environmentalists will support us as long as we go along with this, like, we're, we're just never going to touch anything. Yeah. Thing. Like, we're yeah. just going to look at nature. Just like you <laughs> <do>. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, nature yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and which is you know it's funny
1: that you mentioned harvesting and foraging because Saru shows up with this big chunk of something yeah like I, it looks like I don't even know it looks like a big heart or like a brain or something yeah. like, but made of like dirt and we he's like I found food and you're like oh we don't need synthetic
0: <laughs> stuff anymore but food is always gross and weird right <laughs> like it's yeah, but been, all, yeah but also
1: always so authentic you yeah. know like this is the, this is the real way to live mm. right and this is before um, replicators too this series takes place before like the oh, food wow. replicators because you know that's something that comes up over and over again with the all the replicator series is like oh this doesn't really taste like the real thing Mm -hmm. it's like molecularly identical yeah but it doesn't taste the same Uh,
0: Uh,
1: anyway so they're going they're going real back to the land here Um, and Saru has like this whole confessional moment where he's like I was the problem you know like I realized that I was wrong and this is why I'm now in harmony uh, the puppets helped in me. harmony
0: because it was about vibration. Oh my god, this is the thing that bothered me too. Soon as they mentioned vibrations and there's crystals everywhere, I'm just like, hey. yeah. And he, he like he's like, okay,
1: Tyler, put your hand on this beautiful crystal I got. Let's vibe.
0: Yeah, yeah. let's
1: vibe. And Tyler's For like, real. this is legit. This is so legit. You know, it's like it's it's full on woo woo. You know, I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm not dissing people that are into the woo-woo unless your woo-woo is hyper-colonial. Yeah. Um, but, you know, this, this In, in, is in a, that case,
0: screw you, woo-woo. Yeah, screw woo. <laughs> and, uh, oh, so on. he's all at peace uh-huh. uh, and he's talking about how he sent a message to the ship. He yeah. was able to boost the transmitter. They're like, whoa, you were allowed to do that. They let you. And then... Like, like, did you not see this coming? He's like, give me your transmitter. And yeah. they're like, okay. And then he's like, crush. <laughs> like, that was so clearly. Why would, what could he possibly need? A, he's going to boost him? No, he's obviously going to destroy them. But this he's is the
1: problem with hierarchical pseudo-military organizations. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, yeah. you know, don't give your superior officer your only means of communication with your ship when he's blue and sparkly. <laughs> you know, this, is, this is a good life lesson for us all. <laughs> so, they distract Saru uh, with, you know, like, I'm having problems because I just want to hurt people a lot.
0: Oh, yeah, that, okay. was, that was...
1: Yeah. yeah. That it, Tyler's having some real issues. Okay, I, he's having some real... He's having a real time right now. I don't know. Um, you know, he, he wants the war to keep going. He wants to hurt the Klingons. He feels totally comfortable telling everybody this. Yeah. And everybody's like... Okay, that's a problem, but we can work with this. You don't have to go to therapy. Um, and so, you know, they're...
0: We're going we to remain. We're going to remain. He's, he's yeah. telling them, we're going to stay here. They're like, he's compromised. Okay, so there, there again, we get the... Okay, had, even had he not crushed their transmitters, right? The fact that, like, he wanted to stay there and continue being Native uh, was enough to compromise him, right? Because you're, you're not allowed to do that. You can't just, like, step out of the Federation,
1: Mm-hmm. But it's it's it reminds me a lot actually of the the original series episode that we watched, um, the Paradise Syndrome, mm-hmm. where Kirk, if you haven't seen it, it's a real gem. Uh, he becomes a native god, god uh, to this planet full of native people who were like transported there by some aliens, you know, m- thousands of they years ago. They were actually or native people, like the descendants yeah. of like. I mean, they're not actually... They're, you know, they're Italians. Well, they're Italians, but... (laughs) Um, but, You know, he becomes this native god and he doesn't want to leave, right? He loses his memories. He doesn't want to leave. He's so much happier there. He's so much... You know, he's really living his best life and then he gets (laughs) torn out of it back into the real world. This is exactly the narrative that Saru goes through why
0: don't you just leave us alone yeah. we are so at peace all the time we never fight we don't gossip yeah. we don't like and with, with Saru it goes even deeper he's like I am
1: literally genetically programmed to be terrified all the time this is the only time in my life I wasn't Completely afraid.
0: Except he was afraid of losing his peace, yes. so he was still afraid. And, and that's <laughs> that where he went savage. <laughs> that's right. That's right.
1: Right. Because you know, if you're if you're afraid of assimilation, that must mean that you're afraid of all kinds of change. Yeah. And that must mean, you know, that if you're going to fight for it, you're going to become brutal,
0: right? You just have to, like, let it happen. Just let it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Klingon ship. Kling they're on ship. They're escaping. Uh, she's gonna blow up the ship as they leave. I'm liking the plan so far. It's great. Um, they get caught. So they start fighting with each other to sort of, like, you know, like, oh, she escaped. And, and it was a pretty great fight. Pretty brutal fight. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, seems like the Admiral's dead. And she's like, I'll take care of the body. And drags her off. Yep. And they're like, okay, sounds legit. Seems, seems real. Seems real. Yep. yep. Um...
1: So, yeah, Saru's been getting distracted because Michael's booking it for the transmitter uh, because she wants to get in contact with the ship. And this is where they have that whole discussion, like, is this what the pavins want? Is that what the pavins want? I decided this was what they want. Like, this is our only choice. We're just going to ignore uh, first contact procedures, et cetera, yeah. et cetera, which they do all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they just break their own rules constantly when it's convenient yeah. for them. So she's booking it. Saru realizes. Saru's super fast. And... Yeah, the person that plays Saru, he looks really fast. He is a streamlined sort of person. It was actually kind of cool. i I, I
0: got I to admit, I was waiting, because when they described that, you know, obviously so much exposition at the beginning when she was like, I've seen them run this fast. I was like, cool, we're going to see him run fast. And it actually looked kind of cool. Like, it wasn't yeah. like all, like... Uh, He's like running fast. Yeah, it was, good. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. It was good.
1: Um,
0: so he gets
1: there. He smashes uh, the tech that Burnham is using to contact the ship. Um, and, you know... To his credit, he's not actively attacking her, at least in the beginning. He's just getting her out of the way, yeah. uh, which is super easy to do. And she has to stun him, like shooting did with the low sun setting. You're not you stop. anymore. Yeah. Is this what harmony imbalance is? Uh, and, and then he's blaming her too, right? Because I don't know if I should spoil this. Never mind, I'm not going to spoil it. Uh, but he's, he's blaming her for reasons. Um, <laughs> and he's like, you won't take this from me too. Like, this is where I am now. This is where I belong. You know,
0: classic... Classic stuff. Uh, and, and he's apologizing, apologizing to the... So the being, the natives, um, like, bringing no chin over. And he's like, I'm sorry, it's not your war. Like, we want to keep you out of it. Uh, we want, you know, and this, this whole idea of, like, uh, indigenous peoples need to be protected from the outside world, right? Uh, which is what you see with, like, uncontacted un- tribes. Like, that term itself is just amazing. Um, but, yeah, this idea, it's like, wait... You know, like, we know that our society is inherently warlike and bad for Native people, so we just need to protect them from us by keeping them in a cage, keeping them all the but themselves. Yeah. Which is, you know,
1: the natural expansion of the conservationist mm-hmm. epic. Yeah. right? Yeah, we're really going
0: in hard today on uh, environmentalists, eh? I'm called, well, yep. I mean, like... They like, deserve I, it. I think it was, like, <laughs> I was pretty young when I found out, like, Ducks Unlimited were a bunch of, like, duck hunters. Really? Yeah, and and I didn't know that. That's hilarious. Yeah, that. So their their conservation uh, efforts are all centered around maintaining the habitat for the ducks that they like to hunt. It's like a It's like it's like if you like really love golf and you're like. We're going to be environmentalists so that we keep these golf courses all nice for us to play at. Yeah. It's, like, so self-serving. That's amazing. Wow, I, I just... I can't believe you didn't know that. Yeah. Fuck you, ducks. Unlimited. <laughs> You're pretty limited. Yeah. Limited by your colonial... Ducks limited. Outlet.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so, so we get all of that incredible rhetoric, uh, which is ridiculous, um, but they manage to get themselves transported back onto the ship.
0: Not before she says... Um, Something about, isn't that why you exist? She's talking to the aliens. Isn't that why you exist? To keep harmony and peace? Because she's trying to convince them to to send the signal. She's like, yes. So, okay, so once again, it's on indigenous peoples to save everybody from themselves. That's colonialism! This is the part that pisses me off the most. Because it's like, and this is how we get used and co-opted by a lot of different groups. Again, on environmentalists, right? And I do this sometimes where I'm like... You know go ahead, use us we've got specific rights and 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 things that you can use that that might work in this particular in, in instance better than what you're doing it's strategic it's not actually meant to be extractive right. But I think that a lot of environmentalists are like, we're cool with using you. We'll put, you know, we'll, 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 we'll say like, we love native people and like even put you on our posters and stuff. But like, if you're hunting baby, cute baby seals or whatever, then we're going to disown you or we're going to like, yeah, now we have a problem. Yeah. Yeah. And it's always on us to save them from Mm -hmm. themselves. And, I mean, this was pretty bold here. Like, it was really clear that that was it. You know, we're at war. Save us. Yeah. I also loved how this is why you exist. Yeah.
1: Like, you don't don't just have your own stuff going on. You don't Uh have, like, any sort of complex interiority, you know, cultures, governance structures, you know, political life or interpersonal life or, you know... Or eight Jason Momoa's to rub your feet. Like, yeah. you don't exist for that. No, you have one purpose, and it's to bring harmony to discord, and we're going to tell you how to do that. Yeah. But this is where it gets sweet. Yeah. Because they beam back onto the ship, and, like, Saru has this moment where he's like, oh, I lost my paradise. And then the Pah like, ramp up their signal so that it reaches the Klingons. Yeah. Because they've decided that, yeah, okay, we're going to bring some harmony to discord. These people don't know what they're doing. yeah. So we're gonna make this happen for them. Let's get them together. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be great. We're gonna like have a time. We can sit
0: down, hash it out, make sense. Yeah. And she's like, they don't know what they're doing, right? They they, they think, think they're, they're helping. helping. Oh, <laughs> we think we're helping. Really? We like, get really you are one, the ones
1: who are helping. Yeah. One moment of agency yeah. for the indigenous people in this entire show, and they fuck it up. Yeah. It's, they
0: do the wrong thing. Although I like to think it's the right thing. It's like. Come on here, destroy each other, and leave us the hell alone. Because clearly, people suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I've been I'm, here in the first. Place. I'm for it. Yeah, it's like here's a toilet, flush yourself down it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the
1: Klingons are on their way. We get left with a sick cliffhanger. I don't know, but I'm I'm ready to see how it how it plays out.
0: Wait, have you actually watched? Yeah, it? Yeah, I have. You? I know how it plays out. Yeah, Man, you're so full of it. I know. <laughs> oh, and then, okay, no, and then, so they don't know what they're doing. Uh, and then she's like, we're their, their only line of defense. We must protect them. <laughs> Holy hell, save me from settlers trying to protect us. Like, please. Please. And also, can we just, like...
1: As, you know, at the beginning, I was talking about this is a smorgasbord of bad tropes. Wait, and like you know by the end like by the end you're just reeling you're like are they bad are they good are they good neutral are they chaotic good like yeah (laughs) who like what is what is the orientation here what side are you falling on because you're not painting these indigenous people as complex and fulsome characters you're just relying on tropes but you're just throwing them all in there yeah you're like let's just get this out of the way it
0: might just be a planet like with maybe they're not actually that sentient you know maybe it's just like they're reacting to stimuli you know And, and I mean that's totally possible they uh, yeah. like they don't really give us any more information about them that would tell us any different. Yeah, like, but but this is it, right? They don't need to. Yeah,
1: right. It, it's they're blue and sparkly, which means they're native.
0: Well, <clears throat> yeah,
1: and it means that you know they can then do whatever they want. You just you just slap on the the Barbie the Barbie outfit or whatever you know the Barbie. Outfit? I don't know. I was trying to think of a like, it was bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I, I gotta say uh, now that I've seen Star Trek. You know, sort of tackle indigeneity more than once. Um, you know, I, I, I was hoping that it would be sort of like a it, it, it would be getting better, but I feel like it's getting more diffuse and like I honestly like I, I mean clearly they are listening to us. They're probably not listening to us, but um yeah. But I but I honestly think that they're trying to avoid things. But they but rather than you know so they're taking stuff out but they're not talking to us to be like, how could we do better? They're just like, nah. They still think that they can portray indigeneity just fine without talking to a single indigenous yeah. person. They like read Adrian Keene's blog and now they're like, okay, we know what cultural
1: appropriation is now. Let's go. Yeah. They're like, I learned what woke meant. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do this. Oh my God. I followed some Standing Rock Twitters. Like, I'm on. <laughs> no,
0: day, day <Day-pole>. No day poll. <laughs> <Isle> no more. <laughs>
1: Isle... <laughs> Hashtag, <Isle> no more.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> they hate them so much.
1: They have so much money to do this shit. Like just got so
0: piles, much money. piles of money, and like when native, falling from the sky. When native people do it, because this season, this is this is a this is an outlier for us. The rest of this season, we've been watching um, shows that are either produced by indigenous people or major, you know, majorly starred by indigenous people. And when we do it, it's so good. Just give us the money. Yeah, so good. And like budgets that are like big budgets for like
1: feature length films that are probably like significantly less money than it took to
0: produce one episode of this yeah, yeah, series yeah.
1: but we're s- killing it
0: yeah killing yeah. it so i don't know i i'm i'm kind of done waiting for star trek to do it right yeah yeah
1: so okay so you know, I what, know, what are we writing this
0: out of too? okay i think we need to rate this
1: out of navis i think we do too so the Nobby, if you don't know are the aliens from avatar Uh, Who are very present in this film, even though they're not entirely there.
0: It didn't exist when the Soviet Union was around.
1: (laughs) Um, So, okay, so if you don't know, we rate things out of five. So, for this episode, one nappy is going to be it's the worst thing you've ever seen. Uh, You would never show it to anyone. You want to burn every copy, throw it in the garbage, launch it into the sun, etc. Five nebbies means that it was amazing. Maybe not quite good enough to show your kookum, your grandmother, but like pretty dang good. You really enjoyed it. It hit all of the parts that you wanted to hit, etc. Chelsea, what do you think?
0: Minus three nobbies. <laughs> oh, yeah, minus three. That's yeah. rough. Okay. I don't know if we've ever gone that We've long. never gone that low, well, but I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Okay. One, big budget. They had a big budget, right? They totally could have talked to somebody. This is new. This is, I don't know. Maybe it was made in 2017, 2018, whatever. It, like... They have so much to look at that they could have improved on. Uh, the fact that the indigenous peoples never had a voice. That they uh, and I, I'm just pissed off about the wigwam. Like, what do you need a wigwam for? You're an ephemeral being. Just like they could have had some sort of cool, like, like pods and trees or something. Like, like be a bit more interesting. No, they chose to not be interesting. The Vision Quest. I'm so tired of the Vision Quest, and they didn't call it that. Like I said, I feel like they were just like deleting things, but like still using the same tropes. Uh, no interesting soundscape. Like the kind of like sound of the of, of, of the uh, the planet itself could have been so much cooler. Um, the lack of chin really bothered me. (laughs) Like, you, they, like, did you see the Klingons? And that, that, whatever he was, prosthetics all over the place. I mean, I'm saying. (laughs) I mean, there was a good beard, though. Okay. Like, in his defense, the beard's good. Everything I loved about it had nothing to do with the Native people. Yeah. Uh, you know, and this whole thing where they were interpreting what the Natives wanted and doing it, like, at cross purposes, uh, the way that he went Native and got really savage. Like, it, I mean... It, it, it wasn't any better than anything we've seen from the 50s on like it, there's no improvement and I don't know this is the year where I'm just like that's not good enough and that's not good enough so yeah okay.
1: okay. um, I'm gonna I I'm going to give it my first initial rating in my mind which is a 1.5 which is higher than yours, but I think predominantly that's because I've seen most of the rest of the series, and I love a lot of the characters, and I love a lot of what they're doing. Like, I love Michael. I think she's a badass to the max, um, and she's working with a lot of BS going on around her. Um, But I do think, as with all Starfleet officers, she's way too invested in the system. Uh, I love the Klingons. Also, I did not at first. I was like, this... This, re- this remake, like, their look, everything about them, I was like, no, this is too much. They're just going to be playing the, like, dangerous savage and they're not going to be, you know, good and complex. They're going to be really flattened out into just this faceless enemy, which has not so much been the case. So I like that. I like that there's, you know, internal dynamics going on. Um, and I think Lorel is a really interesting character and I like whoever's playing her is doing a great job. Um, I agree. I think my big thing that I really really disliked was as you said everybody reading their own intentions onto the blue sparkly people mm. I think that that happens way too often um where settlers use what they've decided they think that we want and what our ethics are in order to promote their own agendas we see yeah. it over and over and over again whether it's politicians they point the finger environmentalists at the yeah and activists bad anarchists universities oh yeah. Um, You know, happens all the time. And I agree. Like, we've watched... Yeah, we've watched things from the, the 50s to now. And I think what we've seen demonstrates that things improved steadily up through to the early 90s and then took a nosedive yeah yeah things have actually like if you watch early 90s television and movies about indigenous people they tend to be much better than what we see now yeah it's weird yeah it's it's really surreal um so again not quite as bad as paradise syndrome but i mean that they need to do better it's it's 2018 like you have you have the resources as you said you have a lot of you know, indigenous actors, filmmakers, writers, directors. Twitter.
0: Yeah. Like, even if you're scared to talk to us, just like go creep it for a while and just be like, know? Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's really no excuse, you know. Yeah. Get on, get on the Twitter. Get on the Twitter. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Tweet it up. Anyway. So that was, that was, well, I don't want to say that was a disaster because that was Star Trek being Star Trek. Yeah. With indigenous people yeah. here on Oda Pemsu Esquaywak, Kitsitsa Cook, Métis, Métis in, in space! 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 <laughs> <laughs>